The Federal Ministry of Health warns that smokers die young. Tobacco smoke contains over 70 substances known to cause cancer. Smoking kills. Quit now. Why do I have to see my period every month? There's the period, there's the ovulation, and there's the premenstrual week. So you have just one week to be normal. You can be happy this moment, and the next moment, your mood don't change. And we don't know why. You are asking me, like, what's wrong with you? I don't know. I just know that I am not okay. If you can't relate, that comment is not necessary when people are ranting about the struggles they have to go through. Mm. They usually say the average woman is angry, which is actually true because as much as we want to say it's a lie, it's actually hard dealing with women. I understand that womanhood is doing his thing, but at the end of the day, we can also try to keep this thing in check. It was a one-bed apartment and I stayed there for probably two, three days. And at the second day, body don't they pinch me. Skin means you never also enjoy good sex. I can probably do without. It's under probability. How many housemates do you have? Three. How do you people deal with fornication in your house? She's my housemate. Uh, their children are to Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Hallelujah. What do you think about green? Let us know in the comment section. Are you ready? Are you good? Are you settled? 
Why, why do you look me like that? Uh, uh, I did not say anything. Why do you I look me like that? I get what I want to, but Talk I, I prefer not to speak. You can't not prefer not to speak. You're on a podcast. You're required to speak. On this particular one, we just talk finish. On your wedding, on your, on your, on your wedding day. Okay, now good prayer, Asha. I won't talk, say, on your wedding day. When they uh, say, speak now for everyone with your peace. And, uh, the person will want hold their peace. They go on talk, but they go, I realize they, they good prayer. They go hold their peace. Thank you very much. I, now, but prayer, you won't pray for me before. I feel like I'm not going to answer that. I feel like that's quicksand and there's no right answer. So, I'm going to ignore you and I'm going to turn to our listeners. Hi, Naked and Bikites. Buenos dias, good evening, good day, good afternoon, whatever the time it is you're listening to this. Naked and Bikit. I think at some point, two factions of the fans will have to fight. <laughs> <laughs> but the regular people like we who agree that the name of the podcast is Naked and Baked. Then there's the other group. It's not on you. It's English language now. <laughs> oh yeah, explain. What is naked? Then there's big. So is it that naked and big? <laughs> or naked and bigged? Please, let's pick one. So now the problem now is with naked and big, I can easily say hello naked and bigites, right? Bigites. Hello naked and bigites. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to this episode of your favorite podcast, The Sound of Solar System. So far, so good. I have another guest with me. And without further ado, give it up for the incredible Hulk. Come again. The incredible Hulk. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what is wrong with the Hulk? The Hulk is a gentle soul. The Hulk is... The Hulk is... I actually have nothing for the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm actually trying hard to think of, okay, what are the great qualities of the Hulk? So, if you're listening to this and you are a Hulk nerd, please, by all means, come to my defense and mm. defend me. But see, I stuck with it. You are the Hulk. If at the end of the day, you decide to now say, okay, no, I refuse to be the Hulk. Oh, my name is Kinikon, Kinikon, Kinikon. That's on you. But for now, you are the Hulk. You will take it like that. For those who are listening to the podcast for the very first time because your friend sent it to you, an enemy shared it with you, you stumbled upon it somewhere. If you can't tell already, we're very 420 friendly here. And so what that means is 4 plus 2 plus 0, 6. We ask 6 questions of the pod. I ask my guest 4 questions and my guest, because I'm a benevolent king, asks me 2 questions and we call it a wrap. These questions are designed to help me learn, help the guest learn, and help the listeners hopefully laugh, learn, grow, and just have a good time. So yeah, you're about to introduce yourself, the Hulk, before I throw in the deep end. Let me start off by commending you. You are... Hmm, are you? You are the first guest this season who is fulfilling one half of Naked and Baked. Admittedly, at the end of the day, every other guest, they either, more often than not, they end up being baked and not completely naked. But you, you are weirdly not baked, but you are naked. So, kudos to you. You're welcome. I still want to... Fight. Fight that name. I had to go and check previous episodes. <laughs> and I'm looking at the names that you gave. Wow. First of all, just so you know... The names that you have checked are the names of the episodes that have been published. You haven't seen the next set of names <laughs> that is <laughs> The next set of names are very interesting. So, your first question. I always like to break the ice with something that doesn't require people to think too much. In primary school, 
Why you are I never ever asked the question finish, you don't adjust. In primary school, we're taught that there are five senses. Okay. Sense of smell, okay. sense of taste, yeah. sense of touch, mm-hmm. sense of hearing, and sense of sight. As you also know, my questions are in two prongs. So there's side A and side B. So side A, if you had to have only four senses instead of five, which would you lose? And the side B, if you had only one, which would it be? Over to you. And you know I don't have sex. <laughs> That's why I ask you a simple question that doesn't require thinking. I don't have to think. Can you do a recap of the five senses again? Because all of a sudden, I don't forget. <laughs> I got you. So you have your eyes, the sense of sight. You have your tongue, sense of taste. You have your nose, sense of smell. You have your ears, your hearing, and you have your skin touch feeling you're making me think young man is what we do on the podcast we actually make people think contrary to popular belief that we're all actually very stupid or naked and vague i mean we are but we actually also have some level of sense i'm not getting it you're about to prove that right or wrong the question is hard <laughs> science is very important i can't do without taste i can't do without my tongue no. I don't know why I am thinking about this in the context of food because I can see the food, I can see that it looks nice, I can taste it. So even if I can't smell, we also know that it's not by the smell. It might smell nice but not taste nice. So not you rub me your body to see if you can do without feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily context, but also try to help you speed up your decision process. It's understanding there are people who exist in this world who have only four senses. They're blind people. Yeah. They're mute people. They're deaf people. So trying to put a foot in their shoe, which community would you like to join? I'm stuck between the nose and the skin, but... Skin means you never also enjoy good sex. No, no. It's not feeling. I don't understand. What do you mean by no now? Oh yeah, no. Sometimes no. <laughs> so you also know that this was in primary school. This was secondary school. When they taught us ENT, ear, nose, throat. They are all connected or something. So yeah. if your nose is affected, it also inadvertently means that your sense of taste is reduced a little bit. Because you know those hacks that they say if something is bitter, for example, hold your breath. You are making this question other than... So you decided that you don't want to smell things. Final answer? I think I can't do without that. Side B, phrasing it differently, what sense organ do you appreciate the most? That's actually the real question, but like, if you had only one, which would it be? The first thing coming to my head is eyes. That's interesting. This interesting is not a, mm, it's just really interesting because if I had to be one sense organ, I think it would be hearing. Hearing or feeling because I think that... Man, feeling is everything, to be honest. I don't know if you saw the Avatar the Last Airbender, the OG Avatar. I should block you. <laughs> I really should. I'm like, not a movie person. It's not a movie, it's a cartoon. Animation. 
I don't know why your voice took that tone. I choose to believe that that's not disrespectful to animation. <laughs> and I just choose to believe that you're unlearned because what do you mean? Mm-mm. We're not going to go into that. But the point is, there's this character in the Avatar. She's an earthbender, but basically what that means is she feels the vibrations of the earth. And I think of things like when you push the boundaries of that, you can, based on sensitivity, an example would be Daredevil. Daredevil is somebody who is blind. Or how he moves about the world he is as you're moving for example you make very tiny ripples on your you can feel things so i think i'll choose to want to feel but yeah that's me and so you you want to lose your nose and you want to don't to don't don't say you want to lose don't put it like that how I, should i put it i can probably do without it's under probability we'll take that and um for eyes and I said that's the first thing that came to my head. I didn't think about it. Not the last thing, it. okay. I, I like the first thing. The first things are usually the most honest. So it's more like I pay attention to details and body languages. I read the room. So I think that's why eyes are like the first. Very important to you. Yeah. That's also interesting because I have this belief that, again, this is saying this very ignorantly, right? If more people were blind, the world may be a better place from the point of view of we let our eyes do a lot of thinking for us. Let me rephrase that. Very often we deal with the world consciously or unconsciously through lenses of bias. And just by design, the eyes are the first things that inform our bias. If I see somebody on the road, before anything, even if I've not heard this person speak, by their skin color, this is a white man or this is a black man. I already have a bias. I'm not judging this person, but if I see a white person, I'm now thinking, okay, I need to maybe change how I speak a little bit so that they can't hear me. Or if I see a black person, I need to relax or something. Again, it's just by design. It's the first thing we see, and so we judge it. And whilst it's not a bad thing, every sense organ has its role to play. Because I guess maybe the human race just very often let the eyes do the thinking for them. They let the bias control them. Very callous thing to say, but I think the world would be a better place if there were less people who see. People now then more focus on what they actually hear. And if you have a lot of people that are blind, yeah, doesn't mean that you won't stay happy for people. Because what that means is people will not adjust to the sense of organ that they have. Mm And they'll still perpetrate whatever evil they want to. Yeah, no, the world will still be pretty much the same. There will just be a little bit more injection of good. So I guess maybe what I'm actually saying is, I honestly don't know the statistics of people who are, using the word loosely, disabled or don't have the quote-unquote regular five senses or, you know, people who can't walk, people who have some form of disability or the other. And again, for anybody who's listening... Maybe just from podcast, or if you're in a position where you can actually also effect a change, be more inclusive. Because in the very least of things, you see hell in this house, Rampnudi, anyway. So, what they're saying without knowing, they can't lease the house out to somebody in a wheelchair. You know, it's again, it's just the inclusive, the inclusive, whatever the word is. (laughs) (laughs) See, Lizzie don't buy. So English is not my mother tongue. Everybody oh. be alright. Oh. Yes. Okay. So the in that word of it, the world just inclusive should be more thing. inclusive of people. You know, I mean, that's why I'm happy about apps like Be My Eyes. Just again, just more inclusivity, and then the world be a better place. But yeah, um, that said, second question is a little more interesting. 
interesting because I'm hoping it's going to make you talk more because I feel like I've been holding the mic a little bit. And so here goes question two. Again, side A and side B. What is the most selfish thing you have done recently? And side B is what is the most selfless thing you have done? So selfish thing recently, selfless thing. So again, not in your entire life, but the one that came to mind immediately and asked that question that you knew you were selfless. What are these two instances? Selfish thing recently. Wow. Now yesterday. Yeah, yesterday when my housemate got back from the hospital and got something at the supermarket, forgot it and it's like, can you help me pick it up? And I could not walk down to the supermarket to get it. But I offered alternative, but he said, is that thing you want? I'm like, sorry, I'm bro. sorry, but... Can I help you? I can't. I love it. As the selfless thing you've done? The most selfless thing I've done. So this might not be the most selfless thing, but this is the one that is just coming to my head right now. And uh, a friend was going through heartbreak and she did cry. <laughs> I'm, and... sorry. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Why are you laughing? It's just always... It was... I don't know. There, there's no reason for that laugh. I just... It was just funny. He laughed just... <laughs> <laughs> and we spoke the night before. I think I was seven then. And the following morning, I just called my PP like, I won't be coming to work today. I was serving in Songo. I took the next available cab to Abeokuta to see her. Why did you do that? I would like to say I go out for my friends. Mm-hmm. I I just want to be sure they are okay. And I think even as at that point in time, she just left my place. It was a couple of days. And knowing the situation of things at home, she didn't have anybody that she could talk to physically. So I just had to go down there and like be there for my friend. That's nice. Are you two still friends? Unfortunately, no. Wherever this person is, I hope whenever life is treating you badly, you remember the Incredible Hulk and know that you were loved. I don't know if you are still loved, but know that you were loved and so you deserve love. So shout out to everyone who goes out of their way to be there for their friends. And from the stables of Naked and Baked, we appreciate you. Now you ask me a question and then we're going to break. I remember the question. Hey. No, no, this is not. It's not hard. Let me use your word. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not a question that would make you think. I've been not say Carry on. Uh-huh. So, we were having a conversation, and you mentioned how you don't like your name. I have never had anybody say. They don't like their name. No, not they don't like their name. I think your government name is nice, so... My government name is Sweet. Oh. <laughs> Continue now. Make your oh. point. Make your point. Oh, you know it's Sweet, Make your point. Make your point. Make your point. You Ask don't like question. it. So Please tell me why. Just so you know, I kind of sort of knew this was going to be a question. And I didn't prepare for it, funny enough. But I just kind of knew this was going to be a question. I love my government name. The name itself. One of the reasons why I love it is because when they are mentioning Yoruba men to stay away from, my name is never there. <laughs> never ever. I love it so much. 
Secondly, it's actually not a very common name. It's not scarce, yeah. but it's not common. This is no offense to every other name, but I selfishly choose to believe the reason why it's not so common is because it's actually a very deliberate name too. Again, all names are deliberate, but I think it's there is the place of let me just give up name. Yeah, I'm not insulting anybody's name, right? <laughs> but I, I just choose to believe it's like a very deliberate name. So the surface level of I don't like my name is not what it means. Okay. It's more I don't like who I'm expected to be by that name. The name has expectations. The name has... The word is in responsibilities, but there is an image to the name. And for people who have been following the pod, you know this. For people who are listening for the very first time, I do things at my own pace when I'm ready and in my own process. My government persona doesn't give room for a lot of grace. And this is just by design of who I am, I guess. Maybe because of how... I'm, I'm saying this thinking about it because I don't think I've ever said it out loud before, but I'm like fucking awesome, right? And I think it's also why people would look at me funny when I would say I had some level of imposter syndrome because it doesn't show. I don't let it show. If I'm supposed to do something, I perform. I do what I had to do and I quote unquote excel. I'll give you some more context. I had a mental breakdown in 2018. And I'm sure everybody who listens to the podcast knows the story. But the reason I had the mental breakdown was pretty much the weight of responsibility broke me. I was like, no. It was then the taking life one day at a time became a literal mantra for me. My government persona doesn't necessarily give grace or give room for me to just make mistakes. And I'm supposed to kind of always be excellent. And so personally, that's why I also love KV. Because it is self-Christian. So when people ask me outside, when people meet me, my name is KV. What kind of name is that? It's self-Christian. Like... There's a joke I saw a while ago, something about how it makes sense that maybe at a certain age, maybe like maybe 15 or 16 before children get legal, you have the choice to change your name and it's like a world-recognized practice. Like again, at the end of the day, children didn't really get a choice and some people have very interesting names, you know, and they get maybe some people just want to change their names. So, you know, it was, it was something like, when you're turning 18, when you become legal or become 21, you, you can maybe turn one is late because of university documents, but get the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I love KV because it's self-Christian. I chose it. People think it's a very random name. It's not. I remember somebody one time asked me, what's the meaning of them? And I said, stoic, old-fashioned gentleman. Like, your name should have meaning. And like, oh, that's mad. Because that's what it means to me. Because again, first of all, the first layer, when I was a child, I would lose my shit if I missed episodes of the Flintstones. So my mom used to call me Caveman because I'm a bed, um, bedrock, Captain Caveman. Also... I loved Captain Caveman and the Angels as an old cartoon. I loved it. Then growing up too, I realized that just the way I see the world and the way I approach it, it could seem old-fashioned. It could seem a cake. And I I guess maybe social media has busted that so much. Like, like I said, I've never said some of these things out loud, but I choose to believe that I'm what a man, quote-unquote, would be defined as. I'm not opening doors because I think you're weak or whatever. I want to open doors so that you don't have to stress or so that you're walking. I can see your bumble move. Again, KV is a very deliberate name. So answering your question, it's not that I don't like the name. I just choose not to associate with the responsibilities that would come with owning the name. I I also didn't like my names. It just felt like it didn't sound nice. Okay. For my first name, I eventually accepted it and, you know, I moved along with the name. 
But for my second name being my first Yoruba name, it's not a common name. So it's like, what kind of name is this one? But it was man that made me like. Please, please, please. Now, this is a tale we need to hear before we go to break. How did my was it money the name no, or how I, did they calm, call you? Calm down. Okay. Funny thing is, the person who don't know me, self, it's just is a namesake and it's actually fine. But like, uh-uh. he will go around with his name proudly. So, and I think this was secondary school. That was what made me like my first Yoruba name. That's why I can introduce myself and say, okay, this is my Yoruba name. But there's also the bias. It's only my parents that call me that name. I will tell you for you to know, but please don't call me. There are even very few that call me by that because I would most times or every time introduce myself with my first name. That makes sense. Also, as you were speaking, I just thought about people exist and they don't even understand how they affect other people's lives. Because like you said, this guy might not even know you or remember you like that, but he's actually changed your life. You know, so for everyone who listens to the podcast and who's currently listening to this, this is an imploration for you to know that you matter. You might not even know this. You might never know this unless you're listening to some random podcast called Nick and Abigail. You now hear someone say, oh, some random person changed my life. You never can tell how just being you unapologetically helps someone else. So... Again, I don't know the lesson there, but there is a lesson there. Anyways, um, did I answer your question satisfactorily? Yes, you did. Is there anything you want to say real quick before we go on a quick break? I'll take that as a no. Okay. So yeah, guys, don't go anywhere. If you like what you heard so far, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. If you've hit what you've heard so far, don't forget to share with somebody you hate to punish them. And stick around. I'll be right back. If you let me check your phone, I'll probably find a number of applications for different financial scenarios. You have an app to save, you have an app to invest, you have an app to request money, you have an app to pay bills, you have an app for everything. What we've done is we've consolidated all of the solutions into one bank for everything money. With AOO, you can do anything you can think of with money. You can spend money, you can pay bills, you can request for money, you can save money using our various savings plans so you can start small and you can start big, whatever works for you. You can control your spending and be a lousy spender by setting limits this week and then go ham and declare for boys and girls next week, whatever rocks your boat. So why spread yourself thin with multiple tools when you have a bank for everything money? AOO. There's something I would have said if circumstances were different, but the Hawk and I have agreed that she's going to have another episode in the future. In Jesus' mighty name, I'll remember this and I'll say, guys, remember that time when I said on this episode? But yeah, we're back from our break. And if you're just joining us, the two questions and the one question asked are all very scintillating. To catch up on that, just press back a number of times. We are not going anywhere. Catch up and you would meet us right in front. The Hawk, how do you feel? How about you? I'm alright. I love it. I love it. There was something you kind of said, uh, attacked is not the word, but you defended yourself. <laughs> on during the break do you want to defend yourself to the other people now yes i want to Mm. so i am 
not smoking doesn't mean I'm not baked because I still didn't hear a lot of smoke. Second hand so, smoking is a thing. Two over two. Two over. Ah, uh-uh. best thing, guest thing. I doff hats for you. Okay, I know they wear hats, but I doff imaginary hats for you. So yeah, question three. How many housemates do you have? Three. You have three housemates and you have the only woman, right? Yeah. Wonderful. What is it like living with three men? And I guess the B part, which is the point of the question, what is something you wish more men and women in both your shoes and your housemate's shoes, something they should know to make cohabiting easier? So on the woman's side, for whatever reason, living with people is like this, so just know to deal with this. And then for the men who have somebody living with them, especially if she's a woman, what is something they should also be more conscious or deliberate about? So yeah, your experience with living with three other men, because men, I'm also thinking to myself, oh no, three people? But then again, I realized that I had three housemates once upon a time. So I, I, Omo, talk to us. I think what makes it easy is, first of all, I have my space. I think um, it was 2021 and okay so I was staying alone at the time but my life was dealing with me (laughs) life was dealing with me at that point in time so I wanted to be around people and I went to stay with a friend a guy actually and it was a one bed apartment and like I said we shared the same bed and I stayed there for probably two three days and at the second day, body don't they pinch me. It's like this person is constantly in my face. Mm-hmm. So no, I I can't <laughs> do it. Like as much as I knew I wanted to be around people. Yeah. This is around too much. You're around too much. I still want my space. A friend of mine once said, you only open up to people when you want to. And I think that's true. Nobody can force me to open up. And I think that's one thing my housemates have come to understand about me. If I lock myself inside the room from morning to night, they feel no disturb me. It's when I come down. Are you okay? Are you fine? But they won't come knocking and say, what's up with you? What's happening with you? There's just that respect that, okay, this is this Your boundaries person. are drawn. Yeah. And I think I'm, as much as I don't talk about some of the things that might affect me, my reaction just gives me away. So, Would okay. Give me an example. So, for the my my of a thing, so it was just one person that, that's the one I said wasn't feeling fine. Mm-hmm. It was the only one that I saw during that phase of realizing that this my my it don't they get problem. <laughs> and when he was asking me, and I'm like, see, just don't worry. Something happened, and I think I've sorted it. I don't know, say I still they go bitter for front. <laughs> and at that point, um, you could tell I wasn't happy about the whole situation, and he didn't push. What that does is next time they are more conscious about what they are doing out of the three of them the closest to me he actually pays attention to details the second one that one notices but sometimes he can just give this i don't care attitude if it doesn't affect him directly he might just sweep it under the carpet the last one is the king of i don't care i don't see (laughs) <laughs> so it's just okay what's happening in this house how does it concern me if you not concern me i know the same how long have you guys been housemates a year now oh nice 
one year without any reason to murder anybody no, let me rephrase that one year without actually murdering anybody because the feeling if you don't come once once say i'm oh, okay this person's person bastard but shout out to you i think we have moved from being just hi hi good morning to being able to have conversations about things that are uncomfortable initially the same way i would ignore is the same way they would ignore but right now we can now talk about it and say oh this is it and it has even helped the friendship is now better okay. in the sense that you know what ignoring does is there's just this silence and you know you can't have conversations and all that because something has not been addressed it affects every other thing in the future so until that one has been addressed every other thing will will stain the white exactly thank you very much for (laughs) giving me english (laughs) do you guys use your dining table once in a while i only brought it up because i often think about not the cultures that are feeding but i think about the importance of certain things that we didn't realize an example would be dining table it's easy for everybody to, you know, make a meal, go to your room, or somebody's watching your room, just do your thing. The dining table forces a scene, or it sets the stage for those conversations to be had. Okay, I'll be the child together. No, 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 okay, if yeah, I the vex say, you know, drop the toilet seat, I could clear it, say, oh, well, guy, last last child. You know, say, we need to remember that, ah, I mean, I like my toilet seat down. That's all that. Yeah. yeah, so I just, that's why I just ask that. Do you guys use your dining table? It's nice that you guys use your dining table. Again, I, I think I bring up this conversation because people make it seem like living with people is hard. It is because people, I think my limit for people being in my face is maybe three days, four days. And sometimes I, I worry that, what would happen if I'm supposed to now have a partner or, you know, get married or something? This? <laughs> That's your <No>. question. <laughs> and this is also another road that this commercial could take but i'm going to stifle it for the second episode because this could get very interesting but i'm also saying this is deliberately to also tease you guys so you know that this person could come back because the truth is and this is what i said i was going to start the episode with i realized that this conversation and most of the conversations actually all the conversations of the season so far have been designed for it's public consumption the word that's a phrase that comes to my head but that basically i'm having this conversation with this person because i want to learn something i want this person to learn something or i want this not to hear something is definitely a purpose for every conversation for the podcast and i realized that whilst this is great primarily the podcast is for me and so i should do the things i want to do the very subtle difference in the pod is we are conscious of the mic how I want Nick and Big to be designed is the mic is literally a fly on the wall. And I'm using this to segue to something we had started the pod with when I said, you're the first guest to be naked and I applauded you. I wasn't even just saying that just because, right? The goal, the plan, the dream for the podcast is Naked and Baked. True to its word. So what that means is even if Obama is going to come to the podcast, maybe we can extend the grace of their rules but entering the studio you know there's a waiting again in the big dream when it comes to the studio you know you're chilling you're smoking here you're catching up here you're talking to your therapist here whatever it is when you're about to go record hang your clothes here it's naked and big it's unfiltered in every level 
because again it's a very subconscious thing if you're naked before somebody how much more do you want to hide like how much more filters in your speech or whatever do you want to give at some point it will almost be i don't say mandatory because i don't be inflexible but i'm serious at the point where if you're not off in your courts you're not truly naked and big so try again later when you're more confident in yourself and confident that you can be on the pod but yeah shout out to you once again the incredible incredible hulk so basically you're saying a key lesson to living with people irrespective of sex is communication understanding who you're dealing with basically um how do you people deal with fornication in your house please my housemates are their children are to me hallelujah praise jesus okay hallelujah (laughs) okay so yeah, over to you. You're asking me a question. You know how we do it on the pod now. You're going to wrap up the episode. So you ask me your question and then I ask you the last question of the call today. You want me to think. <laughs> and you know, see, and me, Nirono, Palaima Sakinia, me, Nirono, me, Kinronu. Now you want me to think. Okay. So there's usually this popular belief that the middle child is usually the black swan of the family. Mm hmm. And I remember having a conversation with somebody and they said, this is because they are nobody's favorite. That's the truth for him because okay. he is also the middle child. And that's how he saw it in this case. Okay. He was nobody's favorite. So he had to deal with growing up, doing things on his own. Okay. I would disagree because that's not what happened in my family, which I'll come back to say. But first of all, do you agree? No, do I, I don't. You don't agree? No, I don't. I don't agree because I don't believe in generalizations. Nobody can come and tell me, do you know all tech bros are fuckboys? Because, no. Fuckboys are fuckboys. You will not use the tech bro to define fuckboys. Okay, so maybe not all, Similar with middle children. So, and that's why I say I don't agree because I also know how easy it is to believe something that already exists think of it like templates if you're a writer it's easier to write anything if there's a template than it is to write from scratch that's what biases do so even if there are one million middle children and 999,999 of them are black swans as much as the evidence points to the fact that okay middle children usually end up being black swans I would not hold on to believe that middle children are black swans. I'll hold on to believe that out of one million middle children, nine hundred and ninety-nine of them ended up being black swans. But it's not because they're middle they children. children. It's just because of their circumstances. Now, are there going to be similarities in circumstances? Maybe, probably. But again, using your friend as an example, he thought he was nobody's favorite. Yeah. I've never thought about this before. But if I had a gun to my head, I'll probably say I'm the favorite of everybody in the house and maybe that's why i ended up being the black swan because if everybody likes me i can't afford to take sides with anybody i could say that again everybody's factor everybody's variables are different so that's why i say i I don't agree with the same i don't believe in generalizations if this is your story and this is your truth it's your truth it is not the truth it is just a truth that's why i said that's the truth because even for me i'm the first girl and the only girl there's this saying that parents will take care of their daughters because they don't want you going out there they don't want you being tempted by men and money Mm -hmm. but 
that's not the case with me. Yeah. I remember we've had this conversation and I said, the last time my parents gave me money to buy clothes, say, take this money, go and change your wardrobe. That was when I was getting into school, 100 level. And that's how many years ago now, almost 10 years now. My brothers got more than I did. And for a while, I used to think that my parents didn't like me. <laughs> that was why I bluntly disagreed with him that, nah, right now, I don't think there's anybody's favorites. The person that we would have thought was a favorite to my parents would have been the last one. But right now, everybody, we they do what they don't like, so they don't get favorites. <laughs> all, of, all of you are, you say, you know what, instead of having one black swan, all of us will be black swan. We'll make you the parents, the black swan. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love that level of, of, what's the word I'm looking for? When you go against the norm, yeah, what's that? Ah, Rebellious. God bless you. So I love that level of rebellion. I love it so much. So no, I don't believe in that scene. But was that more to the question? I feel like that was just just a tangent. Or was that the question itself? So I was going to say, if you did, what would be your reason? Right. Well, I already answered by saying I don't, and I gave my reason because yeah. I'm a genius, and I also just know how to give context. So you guys who are listening to the podcast, remember this is Naked and Big, the best podcast in the solar system, and you really want to, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button. And so, the amazing, rebellious, all the Ulrike I can think of. The final question for you, and then we call it a day, is... If you had God's ear, what would you say to him or her or it? It could be a complaint, like, why the fuck did you make the human body such that we have to eat every day? It could be appreciation for the fact that you can see since you love sight so much. It could be a question as to why babies die or babies have cancer. But if you had his or her or its ear, what would you say? Now the side B is periods. What do you have to say about periods? <laughs> And I asked that because I remember a conversation we had and he said something that has stuck with me. We were like, it's the random butt cramps that do it for you. And my head, I'm like, wait, butt cramps? Okay. Being the grateful Christian <laughs> girl, make I first appreciate Sky Daddy. <laughs> Shall I Sky Daddy? Thank you for everything that you do. Even if life they show us shege, still they come true. But why do I have to see the shege? <laughs> why do I have to see the shege? So that you appreciate the good moments when they come. Who says I will not appreciate the good moments without the shege? Quoting one of the previous guests, everything in this life has balance, both good and bad. And it's this balance that gives this things meaning. So if life just soft and yeah, you know we appreciate the softness because you don't know anything with it. It could be like normal thing exactly. But upon still. I don't even know what to say because it's like a lot. But at the end of the day, I'm still grateful Sky that you that even in the midst of all this shaggy, you come through because if not, person for them mad. We don't have to go through the seven oceans of the world before we arrive at something. We can just go through one or two mm. since we have to be balanced. Mm. <laughs> Not seven. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm proud B. 
one of the purposes of part B is again hopefully with just that playful but cramp quip that happened earlier somebody who is listening is now aware like I was was news to me putting up a case for deliberateness when you have someone in your life who is going through their periods remembering that as they are talking to you their butthole can just clench all of a sudden let's try to extend kindness even if kindness means ignoring them if you can't be kind. How does that saying go? If you know if you add to me, at least no come off from me. If what you're going to say is not going to soothe, at the very least, may not make them vex, may not make them feel some type of way, so ignore them. So at least now you know about buttholes. But hearing straight from the butthole owner's mouth. Wow. But no, I was going to actually go with the horse's mouth, but I was like, no, how can I bring butthole into it? But not make sense. But yeah, periods, talk to us. Why do I have to see my period every month? I know once a year. Do you get? It's kind of the year query. Now, why do you look you when you say you go still thank I'm not thanking uh, giving. You go collect our thanks. Uh, I have questions for him. That's, but thank you. That's why I said, even if we need to see Shege, we can just see one or two. Not, not seven. seven. Uh-uh. You want to teach us? We have learned from one now. Why do we have to learn from the whole seven? Different strokes or different seas. You need all the different strokes just in case life decides to be interesting. He can break it down. I'm dying. Let him break it down. I don't <laughs> have to go through it at once. I just because I'm a cheat and I also feel like I there's something more I want you to give. I'm going to sneak in one more question and then call it a day. I've not finished talking about periods though. Okay. So for periods, yeah. This is not even just about men. I think it's both genders because as much as we say women go through the cramps, it's not everybody that actually experiences cramps. And I have seen comments of these people and they say, I can't relate. If you can't relate, that comment is not necessary when people are ranting about the struggles they have to go through. Mm. I might not have had my cramps as severe as some others because I remember while in secondary school, there was someone that during a period, she was always vomiting and there are people like that. And I can tell you that I have had an experience, even though it's once where that particular morning, I was vomiting, I was tooling. I had vomited everything in my system. I was vomiting water. At some point, even water wasn't coming out, but I felt nauseous. And it's not just um period alone. There's the period, there's the ovulation, and there is the premenstrual week. So you have just one week to be normal. Even that one week, it might just be two or three days. It makes sense why women are always mad. Yeah. Respectfully. You can be happy this moment and the next moment your mood don't change. And it's not even like they are trying to be mean or anything. We don't know why. You are asking me like what's wrong with you? I don't know. I just know that I am not okay. The crazy thing is it sounds ridiculous to me as a man because I'm like what do you mean by you don't know what is wrong with you? Like is your head paining you? Is your tummy paining you? Is it money that is stressing you? Maybe because men are, according to what people say, you know, problem solvers like to find a problem and then attack it. It's like, what do you mean by you don't know what's wrong with you? Like, how can you say, how can I, how can I ask you how are you? And you say, you don't know, you just feel some type of way. It's but very that's how it is. I hear you. I hear you loud and clear. And that's why I'm having you have this conversation so that people will also hear from the horse's mouth that <laughs> at the end of the day, it's simple. 
just because you can't relate to something doesn't mean somebody who's living that reality is lying yeah more importantly even if it sounds absurd to you because it's someone else's reality and they are a person the least you can do is respect slash honor them as a person what that means is man that's crazy but you know what okay how can i be of help or i hope you're okay again and, you know when you tell of people like this like you're not serious you're not ready you're not this and it's like dismissive statements like that do you get, it doesn't help and that's why me as a person i don't just open up to people I say some things like, this person is not ready for this conversation and I am not going to have this conversation with this person because don't stress me. The thing where they worry me plenty, no I do enjoy my own. You know how I feel about that thing that you should say, I know. For those who are wondering, I feel like it's very similar to, I don't know if you guys remember, I said it in the conversation with Eve Dallas. Don't make decisions for me. Don't be the one to tell me I'm not ready for a conversation. Even if you feel like I'm not ready for a conversation, have the conversation, not even for my sake, for your sake, so that when you let it go, you can receive other things. And then let me also not decide if I'm ready for it. But yeah, back to you. So I think the right question should be, how can I help? Another thing is, as women, as we know, saying as well, our body they be. They usually say the average woman is angry, which is actually true because as much as we want to say it's a lie, it's actually hard dealing with women because even for the slightest things, it's like this thing is not, it's not fights. Why are you making it seem this way? So it's like, I understand that womanhood is doing this thing, you know, period, ovulation, PMS could be doing this thing, but at the end of the day, we can also try to keep this thing in check. For me as a person, if I notice I am not in that mood, as much as possible, I tell people around me, like, I am not in the mood. I will tell them that, see, this thing that you are doing, I don't like it. I am not in a very good mood. Don't let me transfer aggression to you. Let me be on my own and you are on your own. If we have day day, make day, my day. if we have anything that will bring us together, fine. That won't affect my productivity. But don't be stupid. We don't have sense, yes, but let's be civil. That's actually such a great quote. We don't have sense, but let's learn to be civil. Said by the one and only incredible hawk. I love it so much so if you've enjoyed what you've heard if you've laughed at any point if you have learned something please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast please don't so please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever channel you listen on please don't forget to share with a friend please don't forget to share with an enemy please don't forget to just engage and be amazing Paul, want to say something to our listeners before we call it an evening thank you for listening to me say my rubbish it's not rubbish it's just my say my rubbish <laughs> I actually thought you were going to say something like Hulk smash but I'm slightly disappointed but again you don't watch all this shit so I forgive you a little bit I already it. told you that character is not me so don't expect me to come and be like whatever it is because I'm finer than that <laughs> you sound exactly like Kremlin the Toad, which is now an interesting thing because I'm thinking, Britain was so upset he was Kremlin because his words were, I'm fired and a toad. How can a whole me be toad? But I'm not just thinking to myself, huh, the toad was green. The Hulk was green. What do people have against green? I don't like color green, but I take green because of the nutrients. 
the only shade of green that is probably fine lemon lemon neon yeah guys and that's that's a wrap guys because <laughs> I, I need to get this person out of my house because what neon green goodbye people. yes yes yeah. that's, that's green is a very dull color you'll be a dull color <laughs> say amen it's not attractive you will not be attractive green is not attractive no problem no wahala if you are listening to this and you also think like the hulk the Lord will help you. Yes, Yeboja I think that should you. be a valid conversation. What do you think about green? Let us know in the comment section. <laughs> you know what? That's going to be the question I'll put for the episode. What do you think about green? Which is also interesting. This is what I'm going to use to wrap up. I'm going to go. In one of the plenty scripts in my head, for some reason, green came up and the question was going to be, what do you think the opposite of the color green is? Please don't say red. <laughs> I know that traffic lights for your head. Goodbye, people. <laughs> See you on the next episode. You're loved wholly and completely by me. Peace out. Peace out. That's my line, right, Chief? It's all part of the Previously on Naked and Baked. Many people see that this man is very wicked. Doesn't he make the unveiling? Never! It can never, never! Because there's no disguise that you want to give me. I'm more beautiful on the inside than the disguise. So, no matter how beautiful the disguise is, if I remove it, there's more beauty on that. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by not if you polo. At least polo is having nice color. Frog. Frog is having a nice color. It's having red and yellow and bright and pattern. Opolo is just brown, black and grey with total spots. Okay, Abi so may, maybe Kremlin is actually a frog and not a two. You will you will be yeah. a frog. <laughs> you will be a reptile. <laughs>